Welcome back to the Doc Talk Podcast. Good to be with you another week. My name is Chris alongside Mr. Darren Crowd. Darren, what's good, man? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. Nice, nice, man. We're in middle of November. I almost said February. Middle of November and uh, still a lot of fish to be caught and a lot of fish still coming over the rail, especially on Instagram. But um, we're not there. We're here. Exactly. (laughs) But it is good to be joined by a good friend of ours. Before we get started, though, make sure to go follow us on Instagram at podcastdoctalk. Go follow us there. Go see all of our good content. And uh, make sure, don't forget, we are doing a toy drive December 10th. Almost all those details are kind of locked in. Super, super exciting. Every time we talk about it, Darren, I get more excited about it. I can't wait. I'm looking so forward to it. Yep, we're going to go see our good friend Tony from BNS uh, Brewing and uh, Distillery down in Santee. December 10th, um, all you need to do is bring a wrapped or, I'm sorry, an unwrapped new toy or some canned goods, and those are all going to be benefiting the military families down in San Diego. It's a good cause. Yes, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Yep, plus we're recording a podcast where CCA is going to be there, obviously, and um just this week, we have the SD Beer Fishing Team. They're actually going to be involved as well. They're going to have their one of their monthly raffles at that event too. So we'll get a. Hopefully, we're going to get a, at least maybe a hundred people or so. I'm hoping for more. Yeah, yeah, hoping for more. But um, it's going to have those because we're it's cause versus not not versus, but cause supporting cause supporting cause because the SD Beer Fishing Team hosts their, their raffle, which. They'll, uh, they'll be doing it at our event, and uh, that all benefits the uh, Captain Rollo's Kids at Sea program, too. That's awesome. Like, yeah, can, it's going to be a good time. It's a win-win-win. It is. Yeah. So, like I said, December 10th, make sure to go uh, go see us there. And um, without further ado, we've got Kyle from Credo Art. Kyle, welcome to the podcast, man. How are you? Good. It's good to be here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming, man. Mm-hmm. Before we get started... Obviously, you're a fishy dude. You're a bass guy. When was the last time you went fishing? Too long. Too long, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the most appropriate yeah. answer. Yeah. Even if it was yesterday, too long mm-hmm. ago. Well, it's been very long, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you always hear, if you love fishing, get into the fishing industry. Mm-hmm. If you don't ever want to fish again, get into the fishing industry. And it, it, I don't think it, it doesn't matter what part of the fishing industry you're in. Like, look at us doing the, you know, podcasts for fishing. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to fish no more. That's so true. Your man. art, your art is keeping you from fishing yep. and it's, a, and it's fish art. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Yeah. Your, your skill in fishing is keeping you from fishing. <laughs> that's not the worst problem to have, I guess. But yeah. Right. yeah, that's true. Oh, man, you always look on the bright side of things. You're cool. You're cool like that. Kyle, it's good to see you, man. I know mm-hmm. uh, we've crossed paths a couple times and all right. that through, um, you know, collaboration and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, how you been, man? How, how's your year been? Gone fishing and all, all that? Yeah, uh, we just we were up in the Sierras a few weeks ago and got some trout fishing in. Uh, it's been a while since I've bass fished, but nice. Um, yeah, do it's you, always good to get up there. And, do you trout fish often? Yeah, um, not so much now, but for a long time that's all I did um, growing up. Pretty much all I did, and then in college, all I did. So nice. The bass fishing is relatively new, I would say. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So did you start out freshwater and turn into saltwater, or? I mean, we we'd go to the Sierras, the Mammoth, every summer, mm-hmm. and go camp for like a week or two weeks, 
Um, and then back when I would live in Long Beach, we'd fish uh, King Harbor a lot okay. and just catch bonita and uh, like sand bass and stuff. Um, and then when we moved to Mission Viejo, we fished Lake Mission Viejo. Crazy fishery, but yeah. now it's dead. I've heard. Um, yeah, I got stories about that place. <laughs> but um, yeah, we used to, so yeah, I did largemouth and trout for years. And then high school was when I started doing more calicos and, and all that. I plan on spending a lot of time up in the Sierras this coming year. Mm-hmm. It's no, changed, I, but it, it's still I like cool. it up there. Yeah. How, so you say that. How has it changed? And I mean, in your in your view, it's just everything. There's no actual like healthy population of fish. Everything's just stocked from what I've seen recently. So interesting. Even the Owens. I mean, there's sections that are still pretty good, but. Mm-hmm. The Owens, I mean, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that river. A little bit. Yeah. But growing up, I mean, it used to be awesome out there, and you'd see nobody. And now it's like everywhere you go, I think the biggest thing that's changed is everywhere you go now out there, there's people. Mm. Or before, you you could find some solitude, but now it's it's pretty crowded. Huh. Interesting. On on one hand, it's getting more people fishing, which is Mm -hmm. great. And then on the other hand, you have more population and more issues, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess. And it doesn't help that I think most of the people that go there keep mm-hmm. everything, you know, so they could catch like a, a wild 20 inch trout and not know the difference, you know, and keep it. And then there's no trout left to, yeah. to spawn and stuff. So, yeah, that's yeah. a bummer. Mm-hmm. That's the bummer about that. But, I mean, the, the calico bass is kind of the same way mm-hmm. or anything. I mean, in, in my eyes, anything above like, say, 18, 19 inches, you kind of want to throw that, that guy yeah. back. That's that's big mama. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for Breed, sure. Breeding grandma. stock right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you were you just pulled out your phone before in the break and all that, mm-hmm. and you were, I mean, you don't have a weight for it, but no. the, your PB, man, was huge. <laughs> Thank you, you. You and your dad's, too. Yeah, I think, like I said, his was 25 or 24, and mine was 23. Oh, my so. gosh. But they, I mean, you saw the heads on them. You could probably yeah. stick your head yeah. inside its mouth. I mean, they were, oh, they were really like shouldered fish, though. Mm-hmm. That had to be 12 pounds. No. Did you That's see it? a big fish, dude. 20, you want to see 20, yeah, 20, what did you say? 20 what inches? <laughs> 23 say, inches? I'd, I'd say every bit of eight. 12 pound calico. I don't, dude, <laughs> I don't know. The fish we were catching in Cedros were pretty big. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Actually, I, I wrote down Cedros, not to bring it up again, but we've talked. We could probably piece together a whole couple episodes on Cedros, but um, Kyle, have you yeah, been? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like eight pound. Yeah. Eight, nine pound. Mm-hmm. Still pretty good. That's a big ass fish. I though. think mine yeah. would have been bigger, but I don't know if you saw when it, when she turned. Yeah, she was pretty skinny, but she had all head and shoulder. Yeah, yeah, still girthy. Mm-hmm. Have you had a chance to go fish like other places, either down in Baja or what, like a Cedros or no, anything? That's it's been a bucket list thing. Really? Yeah, my dad's done all the Baja and you know mm-hmm. those things back in the day, but and he doesn't yeah he, he doesn't have the decency to take you. He likes to break all. <laughs> <laughs> You got to get to Cedros. Yeah. You like catching calicos? Mm-hmm. One day. Yeah. One day. That's the plan. Yeah. I mean, we're, we went down, gosh, and I think it's two years ago now, and still, it's like you go there, and mm-hmm. it's not like bass fishing is ruined or anything, but it's like, okay, you're you're wanting to go back. You right. want to go back. And you get spoiled, huh? Kind of, yeah, yeah. In, in a way. But, I mean, it, and it also depends on the group that you take and, mm. and the, the yeah. guys that you go with, too, because... 
our group, I mean, we, that was pretty much what was going to be the plan is just mm-hmm. go, um, you know, people say trophy hunting for bluefin. We were trophy hunting for calico. Right. And, um, I mean, just the skill and the, and the pangaras and all that were, we were basically creeping into caves and everything and rocks. I mean, we, cool. we were awesome. talking on the yeah. other podcast about fishing aggressively. Mm-hmm. Can't really get much more <laughs> aggressive than that when your guy has to stay on the helm and basically just time each wave and right. you're on the bow just trying to, holding on for dear life, keeping your balance, and throwing a freaking mm-hmm. surface iron at the same time. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. yeah well, it sounds cool. We'll have to get you down there for sure. Yeah. have to get a trip going. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I guess. we go to Alaska. Yeah, I guess I'll just have to go back to Cedros again. <laughs> after I go back to Alaska, after going back to the Bay of L.A. Um, but cool, man. That, that's cool. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Tell us about uh, what Kyle's all about and how you mm-hmm. got into art and everything. Yeah, so like most people, um, been fishing since before I could walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunate to have my dad. You know, he always, I mean, he grew up fishing. His dad was a fisherman. Um, he's got way cooler stories than I do. I mean, they would launch uh, inflatable rafts from PV, from the rocks, before they built all the hotels and stuff. No kidding. And they'd fish calicos, like, back before all the closures and, and right. all that. And That's huh. awesome. They took me a few times when I was, like, in probably, like, eight or seven, and mm-hmm. I hated it because, you know, you're looking <laughs> at this wall of a wave, and you're throwing this raft in the water and then jumping yeah. in. And But it was, it was cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just grown-up fishing, uh been drawing mm-hmm. since I could remember too, and yeah, making nice. making clothes now, and it's cool to see people like it. So nice. You you had brought up your dad, and you mm-hmm. said you even your grandfather too. I think right. fished and all that. Mm-hmm. That's that would put you at three generations in and all that. How yeah. important it was that to you to kind of just you know growing up. That's just kind of what you do, and you mm-hmm. enjoy doing it and all that. And most kids. You know, or some kids don't even want that interest or don't mm-hmm. even have that interest and all that, but you do. Yeah, I guess it just rubbed off on me. Or Yeah, in, still I enjoy it. Oh, even. yeah, I always loved it. I I mean, I think I'm more low-key about it now, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I was so I was such a geek growing up. Like, I had all the Bassmaster magazines and, like, you know, Kevin Van Dam and all those guys. And, yeah, you know, back when you had the VCR or whatever, I'd record <laughs> the Bassmaster oh, yeah. Elite Series and get home from school and watch, you know, the tournaments and... That's the awesome. VCR. And, yeah. Gosh, so. most, most, I mean, most kids here don't even know what a VCR is. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I'm sure you know all about the VCR, Darren. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other? Uh, they had the beta. The beta, yep. Yep. And then yeah. I remember when the first laser just came out, they were as big as a vinyl record. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> And then not too much before that, the actual computer, the first computer that took up the whole room. Yeah. You were there for that, right? Yeah. Man, you're so old. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool, man. Um, You know, when it comes to the familial, um, you know, I I don't know what you call it, transition or whatnot, or or evolution, I guess, Mm -hmm. and all that. I'm sure, you know, that whole, that must have a special place in your heart to where, your grandfather did it. Your father did mm-hmm. it. You're doing it. I'm sure you probably want to have kids and they're going to do it too and oh, all yeah. that. Yeah. It, it, it's got to be it's super, super cool um, mm-hmm. to, to have that. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's always been cool. Like I said, I mean, when you're so into it as a kid and then you get to hear stories, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of them and, you know, and then now you get to share your own with them. Like, it's just super cool. And 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot good, of fun. It's a good thing to share and have, you know. It's probably cool for them until you actually beat them and, and you know, catch bigger fish than them. Yeah, too. you know, that's been a recent development. I think the last <laughs> the last year or so, I'm finally out fishing my dad. It, it took 22 years, but... But you're getting it done. It. Yep, yeah. we got it. <laughs> In a way, he's probably both proud and upset, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool, man. And uh, they all bass fish, too. Saltwater bass. Yeah, not so much my grandpa. He was more of the trout fisherman and okay but i mean he grew up in la and before all, all the piers and stuff so he would do a lot of like i guess surf fishing mm-hmm. he loves all that um in like mexico and stuff but yeah my dad nice. my dad and i are really big calico freaks and nice yeah nice probably him more so than me but <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the calico man mm-hmm. yeah so is our the saltwater bass and the trout and all that because i know you're a big trout guy mm-hmm is that neck and neck in terms of your favorite, or do you have do you prefer one over the other? You know, it's funny because when I was in Montana, especially during winter, I was like, man, I wish I was fishing bass right now. But then now that I'm back here, I wish I was back in Montana. So really, they're they're pretty. It's I don't know if I can choose one. Mm-hmm. I really fell in love with uh, neck and neck fly fishing out there and and stuff. So yeah, we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, fly fishing. It's to me at least, it's. It's not intimidating, but I mean, it's, it's kind of an investment, not financially, but of your time too. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's a completely different way of fishing. Oh it's, yeah, definitely. I yeah. mean, you probably, I mean, because you grew up in, in, you know, trout fishing and all that, mm-hmm. it probably wasn't that big of a transition for you out there, mm-hmm. but for, you know, coming from Southern California originally right. and, and primarily fishing saltwater, it's probably a big step, either step to the side or, or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it's, like I said earlier, um, I love the fish fast mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of reaction bites. Like, I hate, I've never rigged a drop shot. Mm-hmm. I never plan on throwing a drop <laughs> shot. Like, you know. I, nice. What yeah. about a Ned rig? A Ned rig? Maybe, because a, a lot, of, when I fish my plastics, I, yeah. you know, it's a lot of just kind of dead sticking. And, right. And then you just crawl it, so maybe. But I don't but know. But it, it's funny, because you, you like trout fishing. Mm-hmm. You like fly fishing. But comes when it comes to spotties, you said it's too finesse. Too, too finesse. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't it's just, make maybe sense. Maybe it's just my me. mindset because I'm like, oh, make sense maybe because I'm just like, oh, we're bass fishing now. Like, I'm going to throw something big and right. obnoxious, you know, yeah, like exactly. trout fishing. You're like, tiny <laughs> microscopic fly. And, yeah. You know, you go into it. I mean, you know, you can't get really much more finesse than fly fishing. Yeah. I'd say it's you more, know? it's more like hunting because, I mean, those fish are True. so smart. Any sort of noise or shadow. You're done. So there's been so many times I'm like crawling yeah. through the grass and you're like <laughs> on your stomach, like, and even if you're lined, they call it drag. So like, uh-huh. you know, your line lays on the water. So you have to get that perfect loop. And then if, if you don't mend your line, Ooh, right. And then right. Your, your fly line drifts before your fly does and they see your line, like you're done. So yeah. it's so everything's so, it's so perfect, you know? That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so much, you know, a 10 inch trout. You're like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, exactly. It takes so much more work than, you know, <laughs> Throwing a spinner, which yeah. I love doing that too. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we forgot to talk about that in the last podcast. Are you a, a um, obviously we, we talked a lot of swim baits, but mm-hmm. are you spinning reel, bait caster, conventional? For saltwater. Oh, for bass? Yeah. Uh, bait caster. Okay. I mean, I, I will do a, a spinning rod every now and then if I want to have fun, but yeah, for the most that, part, I fish. That's the wrong caster. answer, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Nothing against spinning. I just know I never do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, 
when it comes to saltwater bass, at least, and, mm-hmm. and everything, you're a baitcaster guy, which is great. Do you... Did you grow up like conventional and all that, or or grow up spinning at all, or? Well, like I said, grew up uh, freshwater mostly. Yeah, I so guess even that's true. yeah. When I was doing freshwater bass, you know, it was lighter gear. Like, yeah, like weightless senkos and jerk baits and stuff. So you'd get mm-hmm. away with a bass or a spinning reel. Um, but I think it was third grade. We went to Bass Pro for the first time for my birthday. It was like the coolest really? thing ever. Yeah. You went My, to Bass Pro Shop for your third or third grade birthday. Yeah, so like eighth birthday or something. Nice. And you are. I still. Geek. Uh, yeah, no, I'm the biggest <laughs> geek, man. And my dad bought me a build dance bait casting setup. I, I think I had my, the same one. Yeah, I caught my second biggest calico on that setup. It was like a six foot, like medium, bait casting rod. I caught That's like awesome. Like a twenty two inch calico on the break wall with that. Um, okay. No even my PB is a six foot. Like my favorite rod that I'll mm-hmm. use all the time. It's a six foot G Loomis GL2 medium jig and worm rod. Looks like a trout rod. Hmm. It's like one eight to three eighths. And that's what I caught wow. that, that 24 or whatever I was showing you. Huh. I mean, it, it kicked my butt. Like I have a <laughs> tiny, like 200 size reel and that thing, I had my, there's no way I should have got that in. My arms yeah. were fully extended and he was pulling <laughs> me and then he'd run again. And I was like, oh my gosh. But, yeah. So I, I like to fish really light too. Like I was gonna ask you that. Mm-hmm. So you're fishing a lot of light gear and all that. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, we we would fish eight pound mono in the in the bays and stuff up until a few years ago because mm-hmm. we just kept snapping off so many fish. So oh, then we yeah. bumped up to twelve pound mono. Yeah, and we still were. So yeah. braid. We just started fishing braid like two or three years ago. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And even then, like I'll fish. I mean, if I go to the islands and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I'll do the typical 60, 40, you know, 65, 40 pound. Um, But the bays and stuff, I'll do 30, 35 pound braid and still like 10 to 12 pound top shot. Okay. Maybe 20 if we're fishing the outside wall. But Are you, do you split it in half between the braid and the mono or are you all braid with a short top shot? Uh, If I'm, because we do a lot of night fishing on the Mm -hmm. wall and honestly, I'll just fish straight braid. Okay. Because... Uh, you know, before I do the whole, you know, two, three foot leader thing. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed, you know, when you're fishing at night, you catch, it's the same, you right. know, something like, I don't want to deal with a leader, but yeah, yeah if we're fishing yeah. in the day or yeah. the Island and you know, I'll definitely do a leader. Flo- Flora cropping? No, just mono. Mono. Yeah. Oh, I've never, I've never, I don't know. I never got into that. Like I never, we, we've tried it, but mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Hey, whatever works, yeah. man. Whatever works for, for I mean, you. like I said, we were fishing mono, like eight pound mono for years and mm-hmm. right. it worked just fine. So Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's that's good point. Good mm-hmm. point. Um we I mean you showed us our P or your P V calico mm-hmm. and all that. Still working on the spot on the spotty P V. Yeah, I think right now I'm at a seventeen inch spotty. Okay. That's my that's, that's a good size body. Yeah, that's, that's a good size body. Yeah. Do you ever, you know, obviously you're a big swim get, swim bait guy, which mm-hmm. we'll get into here in a little bit, but do you ever try something new like, you know, um, like those little submission fishing deals, the little slow pitch, slow jigs. pitch jigs or anything like that? The, what are they? They're the <laughs> slow pitch. <laughs> um, they're basically, I don't know, Darren, what, how would you describe them? It's a jig. It's a, it's like an iron, but it's oh, okay. a little smaller. I mean, he makes them in all the way up to what? Four, six hundred grams or something like that? Yeah, six hundred grams all the way down okay. to like 20, 20. Oh, dang. Yeah. And like a mini surface iron or? 
Yeah, but it's more of a... You're dropping it. You're dropping oh, it. Kind of like jigging it. Gotcha. Yeah, like those knife jigs are kind of like a spoon. Kind of, yeah. Almost. He, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. got okay. a little couple different shapes to them. They're yep. really bitching. And uh, I... It was the last Coastal Social. I used them and mm-hmm. caught some caught some spotties, caught, some, caught a barracuda. Okay. Caught some... And you're fishing with the pilings, just dropping them there? Yeah. Kind of, okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I'm, I'm kind of hooked on it. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to take a look. Yeah. Do you ever fish like the mini like cold snipers or anything for mm-hmm. bass or no? Any other hard baits that you use? Just crank baits, um, jerk baits. I love jerk baits for calico. Okay. If, if that's what they're. What's they're your favorite on. jerk bait? Um, I do a lot of X wraps or uh, like the Lucky Craft one ten for the gotcha. days and stuff, but. Like if we go to the whoops, that's one of my jerk baits. Why, okay. <laughs> Why are you throwing <laughs> throwing shit at him? Why are you throwing things at our guest, Darren? Oh, these are cool. Yeah, oh my I gosh. like this color. Um, but yeah, if I go to the islands and stuff, I'll do um, like the one nineties or the mm-hmm. what are they? The Daiwa ones. Oh, the uh, uh, the females. Yeah, kind of cool. Kind of whatever, as long as they swim good. Yeah, and you know they jerk nice. Yeah, because it's funny because my cousin he has a boat. He has like a twenty-two foot ranger, or no? He just got the twenty-four, I think. Nice. Yeah, he's he's gone through the nice. I think it's the same <laughs> boat as Benny, or the one that Benny had at one point. He's a good guy to know then. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but he it cracks me up. They just reel them in, like oh yeah, like they're jerk baits. They mm-hmm. just slow roll. Yeah. Where I don't know if it's the freshwater bass part of me, but you know I'm trying to like rip them and then pause. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and he's like, oh no, he catches more bass than me, so I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm more of that style where I'm just basically winding him in different speeds every every mm-hmm. now and then, but winding him in, and then some guys are just adamant that you jerk it a little bit yeah. or every like couple cranks or whatnot. And um, they, I mean, they work, mm-hmm. they work. I mean, we were yeah. we were just talking about Cedros. Jeff was fishing nothing but the jerk bait, and yeah. look how much he was kicking our ass. It's crazy. The mm-hmm. SP minnow, yeah, the SP minnow, and he wasn't jerking; he was just retrieving right. it. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, so since we're since we brought up the swim mates and all that. If you've ever been to Kyle's Instagram, he's been teasing us quite a bit <laughs> of his swim mates. That mm-hmm. look um gosh, what do the kids say? Hella nice or something like that. <laughs> and Kyle, you have to give us the download on on the swim baits, man. Tell us the story. Yeah, so started fishing plastics, you know, like everyone else and mm-hmm. Three-inch big hammer. I think everyone's probably got a, a tray of them somewhere. Yep. Um, and then you move up, you know, to the five-inch Viejos or the Seas Candy. And like I was saying earlier, I wanted something in between. But, you know, the four-inch, five-inch baits, I don't know why they make, like, the four-inch big hammer is so chunky. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen it. It's, like, the really fat-bellied yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted something, you know, that slimmer, you know, more of a bait fish profile. So, yeah, molded it from clay, sanded it down. So know, basically, silicone mold and yeah, you took it almost in your own hands from scratch, built your own mold, mold mm-hmm. built the J or built the swim baits and all that. Right. That's impressive. Not, yeah. not I mean, too I many couldn't guys. find anything on the shelves. You know, we we would look and yeah, it was something that I wanted and I knew it would work. And you know, you see the bait fish swimming around and mm-hmm. they're kind of some of them are that in between size and profile. So yeah. Well, it's it's impressive because I mean anyone could go on the internet and buy a mold and mm-hmm. you know start pouring their own baits and all right. that. Um, 
but you kind of took it into your own hands because you didn't see anything that you wanted personally. Mm-hmm. And I know you're kind of a stickler for your own baits too. Like you're, yeah. we called you a perfectionist in the last yeah. podcast. I definitely have OCD with my plastic. So <laughs> <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think when it comes to the whole industry, a lot of us, if you fish, you have some kind of some form of OCD because mm-hmm. we all store things differently right. and everyone, everyone has apparently the right way of mm-hmm. when it comes to storing gear, washing gear, right? you know, fishing gear and all that stuff mm-hmm. everyone has that oh yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm i'm looking at your baits here on on your instagram page oh, okay <laughs> and <laughs> you're you're right you're saying that uh you have a very thin profile when it comes down to the tail yes yeah that's got to give some a lot of action yeah they have a nice it's you would think they'd wobble quite a bit but it's a pretty tight roll um but even on a very slow roll or on the drop yeah, they, they no, swim they're... really nice because that's that's one of my my stickler things too. If they don't swim on the drop, I won't fish they, them. They got to swim on the yeah. drop. They have to. Yeah, because hmm. that can be the difference between a you know a bite or not for me at least. Yeah, for for those of us who don't know, swimming or yeah, swimming on the drop. What does that mean in your eyes? I mean, just when, you know, your lure hits the water and then mm-hmm. it's sinking down, your, your bait's moving. Because I fish some swim baits, they just kind of like a fluke or a slug, mm-hmm. which I think in certain conditions can mm-hmm. be great. Yeah. But like I said earlier, when you're fishing a lot of surge and, you know, fast-moving water, you want as much disturbance and, you know, vibration. You want to be letting those fish know, like, here's my bait. Yeah. Rush out mm-hmm. and grab it, you know. Here I am. Come get me. Right. So I'm seeing you posted this four days ago, the Spotted Bay Bass Print Pack, mm. where you get the best of, both, best of both worlds, where you get an 8x10 print and a pack of five grubs or five swim baits. That's right. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So you're Do kind you... of, you're pairing both. Yeah. Good nice. little, you know, stocking stuff. Or, yeah. Yeah. Perfect uh, Christmas gift. You can gift treat there. yourself too, you know. Are you fish, <laughs> yeah. Do you fish the grub for spotties? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, and calico. We've got some pretty big calico in the groves too. Hmm. Yeah, your your mind is spinning like mine is, Darren. Well, I have a grub mold out there. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, the grubs. We. What size grub is that? It's probably about a four inch. Okay. Three and a half, four inch. Because that was the same thing too. All we had were like the double way grubs, you know, or the little. Yeah. You know, and and then anything bigger, they usually would make them rounded off, so the what's it like the barb or the shank of your lead head wouldn't fit right you know what i mean because yeah. they make them kind of more freshwater um so i wanted something that basically was like a swim bait but single tail grub and a little more a little more action when the grub right when it comes to your art and your merch and all that stuff i mean you have something for everything you have the flat bill you've got the i don't even know what you'd call that style where you have the the bill, but then it's kind of like the flappy hat. Oh yeah, just like an unconstructed, yeah, like a camper yeah. hat, exactly. dad hat, I guess. You've got a little bit of everything for mm-hmm. everyone. I like yeah. it. Got truckers, uh, trucker hats. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Do you? I mean, all these images are like really, really cool. Do you shoot photography too? I taught myself, or I don't know. I just I had a camera laying around, and nice. It, nice. And it's funny because I look back at you know the photos I take like a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Right. You know, when I first was doing this and it was literally just an iPhone shot and I, you know, like, shirts are out, you know. <laughs> so now I'm trying to make it look a little more, you Professional. know, presentable. Yeah. Pre- yeah. Presentable mm-hmm. rather. 
That's cool. I mean, you you have, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but you have a lot of the reds and a lot of yellows and all that. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, what you prefer and all that? Honestly, it just was what was laying around at that. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But those are great colors, though, for calicos. Yeah, yeah. Any sort Mine's of, too. like, red and, you know, crustacean. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it'll work. Nice. Well, we talked a little bit about Christmas stocking stuffers and mm-hmm. gifts and all that stuff. You offering like any kind of Christmas deal or anything like that, or planning yeah, on I it? Yeah, I think next week for Black Friday, I'll have. I don't know the exact specifics, but sure. I'll be doing something, and then probably right. a early December, mid December, you know, mm-hmm. pre Christmas kind of sale. And, nice. Yeah, so, so there'll be opportunity to, to well, grab some stuff for sure. I was gonna say, you know how to reach me. Just send it to me, <laughs> and I will give you my credit card. Um, you know, when it comes to your art, let, let's move on to a little bit of art here. Um, you have kind of a unique style. It's very, I mean, it, it's, I mean, presentable for sure, but it's, it, it's interesting because I mean, you know, I look at your logo too, and that's, it's kind of like a K, but also it's, um, it, it it's, it's the spine, right? Of, of a bass yeah, and all the, that stuff. Like the dorsal, like, yeah. especially, you know, the spot of your calicos, those first kind of, right. Kind right. of yeah. spines are really pronounced. Yeah. And then this is supposed to be like the water line, you know, like as you're oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. letting it back in and yeah. Nice. Where does that inspiration come from? Or the style or whatnot? Like the logo or, or just or in just, general. I mean it you've got a style to yourself. Where does that all kind of resonate? I don't know. I mean uh once I studied or switched my major to graphic design, I was exposed to a lot of you know I mean, a ton of styles. Right. Every, everything. I mean, you kind of had to study and know them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always, you know, like I said, you didn't really have options for fishing apparel mm-hmm. growing up. So you always, I just wear like Quicksilver, or, you know, like kind of sure. more surfing, skating brands. So, and I always liked how that looked, that kind of style. So I think that kind of transitioned into what I have. And mm-hmm. then, and then once I started doing more of the fish on shirts and stuff, I needed to figure out how to make a fish look somewhat realistic but also limit it to two to four colors, you know? Oh, yeah. So I think that's kind of <laughs> where that, that. that look comes from. You know, it's like realistic, mm-hmm. but kind of animated or, um, cause yeah, like I said, I'd love to do like a sweet full blown, yeah. you know? But yeah. But I rainbow. mean, the colors you get out of these are, yeah, that's the, amazing. The hand drawn ones are some, you know, that's a completely different. Game. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Those I can, you know, go crazy. Put on. every color of the rainbow. Yeah. There. When it comes to, uh, let's just say the prints or the logos and all mm-hmm. that stuff, the hand, which are all hand drawn, mm-hmm. super impressive, by the way. Thank you. Um, where does that come from when it comes to the style or the shape of a spotty or anything like that? Is that based off of what you've seen either online or even in person or, yeah. or whatnot? I mean, a lot, most of my designs are from reference photos from either fish I've caught mm-hmm. or my buddies have caught. Sometimes I'll try to, um, you know, accentuate or exaggerate, you know, certain features mm-hmm. just for the sake of the artwork. But yeah, I try to keep everything, you know, recognizable. Like I want you to look at my hat and be like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a calico. Yeah. Um, you know, cause some guys, you know, do more abstract and stuff, which I think is super cool. But my clothing, you know, I want, always wanted it to kind of look artistic, you know, but mm-hmm. just, just clean. I think clean's I've always used the word clean, clean as yeah. yeah, just clean and simple. Well, clean is a, is a trendsetter nowadays. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants clean and not right. so much cluttered and all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Less it, is more. 
Yeah, less is more. Right. And that's I think that's pretty much kind of I say our, even though you're ten years younger than I am because I'm old apparently. Um, <laughs> that's kind of the style of 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 your generation, kind yeah. of the clean Very, and all that. Like, I've minimal, noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, '90s and early 2000s, like skater wear and surfwear mm-hmm. was very loud, very, which I think some of it's still pretty cool. You know, I, yeah. I definitely like some of it. Yeah. Um, and I definitely, I think, like I was saying, more like the thumb thrashers. That was kind of more my take. Something more, you know, had more colors, just mm-hmm. more abstract. And I want to do a few more designs like that, and then move mm-hmm. back to the more simple stuff. But do you yeah. have kind of like a like I've heard of this with um, musicians and songwriters where. Mm-hmm. They almost kind of like have a vault of songs or whatnot to where that never reaches the public eye. It's just kind of their, um, you know, their collection to where it's they don't think it's right or mm-hmm. things, certain things aren't just right. they're missing something or whatever. Do you kind of have the same thing when when it comes to your art where you kind of visualize something, you put it on paper and it just mm-hmm. doesn't really pan out? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely uh, toyed with sketches and stuff where it sounds really cool in mm-hmm. your head or, you know, it, there's definitely like ideas that I've had that make sense to me. But then once you have a tangible hard copy of it, mm-hmm. it just doesn't look right, you know, or you can't transfer what you think mm-hmm. on paper, you know, and then you're just, and then you get frustrated and like crumpled <laughs> up and thrown away <laughs> or something. But that happens yeah. a lot though. I mean, just yeah. with almost anything, songwriting, art, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be as, you know, building a, business or something right. like too or it sounds good in your mind but then you put it on paper and it's like eh mm-hmm. this is just another one of those things or whatnot yeah. well even doing like designs for people mm-hmm. and stuff they'll be like oh this is what i want and it sounds pretty cool and then you, you get it going and i don't want to say anything you know because <laughs> i'm yeah. not the the one paying for it right so right, I, right. I usually try to not offer my opinion unless they ask mm-hmm. um but then yeah sometimes they'll come to that conclusion too i'm like good <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you do you offer that service for for people or designers or whatnot to actually design a logo or whatever yeah yeah I'll, i do uh freelance and stuff so i've done um quite a bit of designs for people within the industry and stuff and yeah mm-hmm. if anyone ever needs anything always happy to help can't promise you'll like it you know like my thing is like always just talk to me yeah and We'll is, see what I can do. Is it kind of like that same style though when you're drawing fish or whatnot? Or is it like that's my fishing style and then now I need to move on to say professional or architect or whatever? Yeah, I've tried to expand and mm-hmm. do more of a cleaner, you know, like more of a traditional, but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem, at least yet, I haven't yeah. figured out how to <laughs> separate the two. So yeah, for the most part, I think it maintains that kind of look that I have in my own stuff. Nice. Yeah. When, you know, walk us through the process. So everything that you said, Mm -hmm. everything is hand drawn. Right. And then it gets transformed to, you know, a a t-shirt or whatnot. What's that process like? Um, So basically, like if I were to make a shirt for myself right now, you know, um, say I just did a bass. So Mm -hmm. just pencil and paper, draw it. And then I'll, once I'm happy with how that looks, um, go over it in ink like mm-hmm. Sharpie or sure. something, take a photo, upload it onto my computer and then put it into Photoshop or Adobe Illustrator and then get it vectorized. And then at that point you can add the colors and the text and do what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's really not that, it's that simple. Yeah. 
Wow. Interesting. Interesting. I figured it'd be like, you know, Darren, you'd, you'd get a kick for this, um, like the old school scanning or something where mm. you digitalize it that way or whatnot. Right. But I mean, you could probably do that from your phone, I bet. Yeah, probably. I mean, everything, like I said, the only hard part is like that spotty design mm -hmm. right there. Every color, I have to make sure those colors are closed lines, if that makes sense. Because when you place the color and it's oh, not within I a see. closed path. It goes everywhere. Right. Yeah. So that's like, that makes it's not sense. necessarily a hard thing, but it's just something that can hinder. A detail. Yeah, because then you have to simplify something or make sure all the lines, you know, it all works. Oh, I, I see what you mean there. Yeah, so like, you know, you have the dark gray and then the light gray and, mm -hmm. you know. That's awesome. Very cool. It doesn't sound as cool as it was. Do, <laughs> <laughs> Do you see like trends in, um, let's just let's just say merch for right now. Mm -hmm. Do you see trends among generations like the, the Groms want this style and then the old the old farts want this style and, and anything in between? Yeah, I think more... Not so much designs um, that has been there, mm -hmm. but for me, it, which has been interesting, it's the style and the fit of the shirt yeah. or the hat. Like, it seems like the older guys want more like your Hanes, like beefy tee, you know, like a thicker, interesting, you know, yeah. broader t-shirt where the younger guys want more of like a slimmer, like Loose. lighter, yeah, yeah, you know, so... You know, I'll get a shirt made and then the, I'll get people message me like, oh, what type of shirt is it or how does it fit? Oh, yeah. You know, and sometimes that's a deal breaker for them because I'm like, oh, it's a so-and-so, like it fits like this. They're like, oh, no, I like my tees heavy or, <laughs> or I like them light, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm more like, oh, it's just a t-shirt, man. Like, that's cool, I don't man. I don't geek out about that as much as some people do, but yeah, I know some people are into that. So That's cool, man. When, you know, when it comes to your brand, you have quite a few people. I mean, I've seen your, your, your merch out there fishing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, one guy in particular who, I don't know if he remembers me, but one time I actually took him out fishing. Okay. Um, I think earlier this year or last year or whatnot, but I believe his name is Ira from, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, outdoors. Cool yeah. 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 Super mm -hmm. cool dude. Yeah. He's, uh, he actually walked on the boat like when, uh, when I was chartering like his family chartered the boat or whatnot. And, all of a sudden I see you or I see him wearing your hat. I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh, you know, Kyle. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. He's super cool. He's, he's been one of the, one of the early guys like since day one. Nice. So I think nice. the hat he was probably wearing was one of the first, I think probably. it was the tan one or, yeah, or whatnot. Something like yeah. That. But that was years ago, probably two years ago. Yeah. I released that. So yeah, but, he's a good guy. I mean, it's a sign that it's getting out there. It's cool. Yeah. Slowly, but surely it's, yeah. you know, I mean, it, uh, sometimes, you know, it's frustrating when you have goals and you want them to happen like now. <laughs> oh, or yeah. You want yes. suggested yeah. growth, but then it, I was, you it's know. Like, I, it's like this thing here. It's yeah. Like, come on, we need, grow, grow, right. grow. You know, you're, you're waiting <laughs> for that breaking point. Or, <laughs> yeah. But then yeah. you look back to where you started and you, exactly. sometimes you forget, like, mm -hmm. you know, how far you've come since then. Yeah. When you figure, okay, this was just an idea in our head mm -hmm. to where it is now, there's pretty big growth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just I mean, with everything. I just started making stickers, like, right. you know, I was like, see yeah. where that goes, and then now... Now you're you freelancing for people, yeah, you got so, a website going. Yeah. So that's been super cool. And super Selling cool. merch. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's cool, man. When it comes to 2023, mm -hmm. any big plans for you, whether it's fishing-wise or merch-wise or, or art-wise or anything like that? 
Um, I'd like to do more art because, you know, that that's kind of how I started. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how people started to realize who I was or and whatnot. So I'd mm-hmm. like to draw more, do more original work. Um, but also just, like I was saying earlier, do nicer, you know, higher quality content, quality, yeah. you know, clothing, just kind of continually progress, you know, towards that direction, make everything more professional and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So when it comes to your designs and, and all that, how many, I'm looking on your website right now, how many different designs do you offer right now for prints? Um, I think shirts. There's probably four or five shirts. I have quite a few hats just because, you know, you can do mm-hmm. the same color but different style, different. Uh, but, yeah, that's why, yeah, I want to get hoodies mm-hmm. out, um, more hats, um, and some new, you know, different types of shirts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Darren, did you see this one? <laughs> Which one? It says Chunk 2020. Make it about fishing again with the with the Trump logo. That's that's cool. I need that. That's cool. That's, that's awesome. awesome. For uh, I think Stavent and Fish All. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. I mean, yeah, that was a fun one. Is that is that a T-shirt or is that just a design? I think they just made stickers. Oh, they did. Okay. The election last year, whenever Got Star Wars was, too. Yeah. That's cool. Do you make patches too and all or anything? No, I've I've been wanting to because you know it'd be cool if you do whatever you want. Patch, put it on your bag or right. Got your Montana. I like it. Yep, I like it. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you if you basically design either a logo or something for someone else and all that, it kind of in a way becomes its own design and you offer that. Right. Nice. Yeah. LB's custom Roz. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And so basically all of these prints or uh, I would say most of them are all available or whatnot. Uh, those ones? Yeah. Um, or I guess these are designs. Yeah, those are designs. Them. I have, um, yeah, if you go to like illustrations or artwork, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, those gotcha. are all, those are out there. Those are cool. Thank you. Nice, nice. What, uh, do you offer them in different sizes or whatnot or anything? Um, or are they all in the I same? mean, original is original, obviously, but yeah, I can do... Uh, if you want an eight by ten or a eighteen by twenty four, get it printed and nice. Yeah, we're gonna have to buy one for the studio here, Darren. Yes, we are. <laughs> we gotta pick out. There's so many. <laughs> it, I mean, okay. So when it comes to the prints, if you go back, just kind of zoom back in, in your head, there's a whole lot of color. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it depends on the on the um on the design, obviously. But right. they're I mean, color is your thing. It's not. Yeah, just I've always one. loved using color. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. That's cool, man. I'm just browsing your site right now and I want every single one of them. Right. So like I said, probably a big, big order coming your way this yeah. afternoon after we get here. Um, but that's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're 23 years old and I know we talked a little bit about it, uh, at the last podcast, but we'll, we'll touch on it now. Conservation, mm-hmm. big thing for you. Yeah. Why, why is that? Um, it was always, Always something interesting to me, and I always thought it was important. Um, and then, yeah, went to school to initially study environmental science or biology, you know, wildlife bio. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I said before, it just wasn't quite what I thought it would be. Um, it's also just, it's hard to make a living. A lot of it's grant-based, you know, mm-hmm. you know, or you have to travel a lot, you know, more of a family man. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, switched to uh, graphic design, but... Um, 
Do you enjoy it more than what you think you would have done with marine biology? Right now, yes. Yeah. Um, more stressful, I think. <laughs> you know, like I, I hold all the responsibility for. Yeah. You know. What I, what got spend, you? What got you into like creating a business around it? Uh, just I, I don't know. Like I said, you make <laughs> I made stickers and then made shirts and then just snowballed. Yeah, just kind of. So I was like, well, let's see where it goes for a year or two and mm-hmm. see what happens. You know. Nice. Worst nice. case, I have a really nice portfolio to show somebody. And... <laughs> <laughs> but... Nice. What? When did you graduate from school? Uh, twenty twenty. Okay, yeah. so not too long ago. No, yeah. So stayed in. I graduated in November, and then stayed in Montana the rest of my lease, and okay, got to enjoy it to the fullest. And nice. Had to come back home though. Yeah, for the time being, yeah. at least. Yeah, home's not too bad, but yeah, right, I'm ready to. To get back out there or somewhere like it yeah but that's very cool man mm-hmm. are you a boat guy kayak guy boat all the way boat all the way yeah i've, I've tried to kayak and yeah no feel do you vulnerable <laughs> <laughs> vulnerable that's one way to put it yeah. i like to be above the water not not water level you know that's funny yeah that's that, that's a good way of putting it mm-hmm. i like it i like it well even we went flow tubing in the sierras a couple weeks ago they mm-hmm. got all into it, and I tried it, and I was like, nah, like, <laughs> I'll fish from shore or like to be dry. put my waders on or something, yeah. Yeah. Well, were you able to wade fish a little bit up there in Montana? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. But they, everyone made fun of me because I never I never bought waders. I mean, I was mm-hmm. broke. I was in school, so I just wear <laughs> board shorts. And my thing was, like, you go numb eventually, so once you're numb, oh, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> And then, and then it's all good. So yeah, <laughs> I was just funny. walking around in a t-shirt and my board shorts. And that, they'd all look at me like, what the heck are you doing? That's I'm interesting. Fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. So I weighed fish for the first time, I think a couple of years ago, like in 2019 out okay. in Texas. Oh, sweet. And uh, for redfish and everything. Yeah. And it was coming from Southern California. It was the weirdest thing, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's like they stop the boat, they put down the little, I forget what they're called, but they're, um, they're yeah, anchors, basically. yeah, they put those down and then they say, okay, jump out. Mm-hmm. Like what? Um, yeah. Well, jumping like, out we right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously it's super shallow. So you get to walk around and mm-hmm. all that, but it's like I said, it's the weirdest feeling because mm-hmm. you get out of the water you go do your thing. You wade fish and then you, you know, obviously you have access kind of like, you know, almost like short pounders and not right. where you have access to different things and everything. Everything's mm-hmm. super shallow and salty too. Right. And it, it's, it, I don't know, man, I don't know how to describe it, but it's weird. It's weird mm-hmm. getting out of the boat, getting in the water and. So you're like, we're in a boat. What do, we, what do you yeah. mean get out? Like, yeah. What's the point of the boat then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could just walked out here. Right. It would cost less than fuel. Um, <laughs> Damn Texans. They do everything weird. <laughs> well, apparently they do in Montana too. Yeah, um, even, well, like my buddy, uh, he was a fly fishing guide, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And he had a boat, you know, and I only got to go out. A handful of times just because you know he's fishing every day sure. with clients and stuff but same thing i mean i was like oh sweet because you know i'm so used to hiking around and stuff which mm-hmm. which is cool because that that in itself is is an experience mm-hmm. um looking back i was stupid though on bears and stuff i, I got stories <laughs> about that if, if you want to get into bears and, and grizzly bears but um oh, okay since you brought it up let's get into your craziest story out there yeah but like I, you know he has this nice boat and i was all excited to fish from the boat because you know you can fish both sides of the river because right. you, you can only cross so high sometimes it mm-hmm. gets deep or wide or rapids 
same thing. We're like an hour in, and then he pulls up on the bank, and he's like, oh, we're going to fish this. And I'm like, why are we on the boat? <laughs> I'm like, this is what I've been doing. <laughs> but yeah, no, grizzly bears, they're, they're, they're a thing. They're out you, there. and <laughs> They're a thing. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, you got to give us the craziest story, man. Craziest. Um, I don't know. I have a few. I think the most personal one was I went out fishing. It's called Rock Creek, a famous, mm-hmm. famous uh, waterway in Montana. Um, great fishing. And I got there. The, the thing that's cool about Montana is it'll stay light out till about 11 in the summer. So I didn't get there till about 8, you know, left my house. And then mm-hmm. I was probably an hour and a half from cell phone service or anything. And then it's getting dark, but the fishing was good. And there's like campsites and public land out there. So I was like, well, I'll just sleep in my car, mm-hmm. you know, and fish in the morning. Like, I don't want to nice. drive back in the dark yeah. right now, like hit a deer or an elk or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Different, different way of life out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. So I found, you know, a campsite and it was right along the water. I was like, this is cool. Made a little fire. And then around midnight, I hear stuff walking around. I'm like, and I, look, I don't. I didn't have a firearm. I had bear spray, but my my first run-in with a bear before this proved to me that bear spray I don't think would ever work, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I go back in my car and I'm sleeping, and then hear something walking around the truck, and I'm like, okay, like, probably just a deer. And then, mm-hmm. you know, bears, they have that, that heavy breathing, and they oh, snort yeah. a lot. So then I start hearing the huffing, you know, it's like, <laughs> and then it's circling my car. I'm like, I don't have any food in here. All I had was toothpaste, which mm. I don't know if he smelled that or whatever. So I'm looking around, and that night it was pitch black because usually you can see, couldn't see anything. So then I, you know, I hear the thing like, and I could see like the snot marks or like, you know, oh, the yeah. condensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I yeah. couldn't see him. I'm like, what is going on? So I like kind of freaked out. So, you know, turned the engine on. <laughs> I do a loop around the road, and then I'm like, I get out and I'm like throwing rocks and clapping. I'm like, hey, bear, hey, bear. So I was like, all right, we're good, you know. And then an hour later, I wake up in the back of my car. It's going up oh, and down. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? So I'm like, I'm out of here. And that point, it was like 4 in the morning or something. So then I, but what, you know, and I guess the name of the road was, it was like Grizzly Campground Road or something. So oh, I don't know if that should have been. Yeah. So I called the Red fishing flag. game like a week later. And I was like, hey, I don't, I don't know if you guys need to notice, but like I had a bear come to my car. Because my thing was... It came back, mm-hmm. you know. Not, yeah. you, that's normally not normal because right. they, they don't, they don't see a lot of people. So if they get spooked or something, mm. you're fine. Like I'd rather run into a grizz than a black bear because black bears, where they live, are around people more. So oh, they're more they're not as scared of people. But grizzly bears, as long as they know you're there and stuff, they usually will leave you alone. Mm. So I didn't know if it was a grizz or a black bear. But either way, for something to come back twice, I was like, it's not good, you know. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, we've had a, a sow, which is mama bear, mm-hmm. and uh, two cubs, like, roaming through there quite a bit. And there's a grizz. So I was like, so I had, like, Great. a mama mama bear sniffing on me. <laughs> so then I went back the next week to go fish because, you know, it was really good fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> yeah. And I'm driving on the road, and I see, a, sure enough, a grizzly bear walk across, you know, the road in front of me. And I was like, oh, well, okay, cool. Nice. So. That's just Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just nice. how it is. And yeah, I've seen black bears all the time, moose, elk. They mm-hmm. kinda, That's awesome. As long as they know you're there, or, you know, you have to make noise anytime you come around a corner right? or something. And yeah, you'll be huh. fine. 
While you were up there, or I guess now, are you uh, just strictly like fishermen? Or are you a sportsman? You hunt a little bit? I never got into it, hunting and stuff. All my roommates did. I mean, you'd come in the garage, and there'd mm-hmm. be like a gutted elk or oh, like wow. deer just <laughs> hanging in the garage. You're like, oh, cool. I guess we're eating. Yeah. We're eating good tonight. this week. Yep. <laughs> um, no so big deal. I've, I've been able to try, you know, a handful of meats and stuff, all, all delicious, but never got into it. Really? It, it, I'd like to, though. Probably want to go back out there. That's mm-hmm. the plan. Going duck hunting next weekend. Oh, yeah. 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 Duck's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Nice. This is totally foreign to me. I like it. <laughs> I like it. We got to get you in the blind this year. Yeah. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Me and my free time. <laughs> uh, you have so much of it now that you're married. Freshly yeah, married. So much. So much. Well, Kyle, this has been cool, man. We've touched yeah. all kinds of subjects from swim baits to bears. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. Anything new coming out in 23 for you? I know I think you're going to to the PCS show yeah, next year. Be at, yeah, Pacific Coast. Um, was that the first week of March? Yeah, yeah. Uh, second through fifth, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. We'll have a booth. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll have to come by the booth and sit yeah. down and chat. and For sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a lot more. I'm sure we'll have more time for bear stories. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I got, I got cool. a few more. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Where can we get uh, our hands on your merch, on your mm-hmm. art? I mean, it's beautiful stuff, man. It Thank really you. is. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm all about it for sure. Yeah. Uh, so Instagram, K underscore Credo Art. And then website, kcredoart.com. Nice. But, yeah, Instagram's easiest. It's got the link right there. And so we see all the updates and Sweet. You know, keep Sweet. up with the news and all that. Any uh, stuffings, uh, st- stuffing, st- I can't <laughs> talk to stuffers. stuffers. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, we have that print pack. I think you you mentioned it's uh, mm-hmm. you get an eight by ten spotted bay bass print. It's nice paper. It's like a textured, almost like a watercolor or oh, cotton cool. paper. Nice. Um, looks really nice. And then yeah, you can choose a five pack of grubs or swim baits or a nice. few of each. Just message me and you know. And then uh, I want to do, I think, a hat, probably like the hat you have, the camel one, mm-hmm. or the black one, and a pack of swim baits or something. Nice. And probably a calico version. Yeah, so just some little, Oh, I want that. Some goodie bags. Yeah. yeah, I want that for sure. Yeah. That's cool, man. And uh, we I don't know if we mentioned this, but you're, you're doing a really cool thing. 2% of sales That's are going right. directly to conservation, directly right. to CCA. Yeah, so every purchase... Um, you can justify it. <laughs> yeah. yeah so you're, awesome. you're doing it for a cause. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we certainly appreciate it, man. We can't do it without guys like you. Yeah. No, that. like I said, I, I like what you guys do. You guys do a lot of good things for the fishery. And, you know, as anglers, you guys are a good advocate for the people that don't have a platform to, you know, stand up for the things they believe in. So exactly. I've always liked that. Oh, yeah. 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 I think um, our good friend uh, Steve calls us the NRA of fishing. Right. Whatever it yeah. was worth. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that's a good way to put it, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I you know, I try not to use that just, you know, out of just just trying to add respect, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, that's it's pretty good. That's that's yeah. a pretty accurate description mm-hmm. there. But that's awesome, man. This is uh, really cool stuff. We uh we can't wait to see you at PCS and Likewise. hopefully at our toy drive in December tenth. Yeah. Hopefully Definitely. you can be there. That'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to uh get you to bring some merch and you can sell it to to the guys down there. Sounds good. Awesome, man. Cool. One more time, your Instagram handle, and how do we find you? Uh, K underscore Credo Art and kcredoart.com. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome, man. Kyle, it's been fun, man. Thank yeah, you so likewise. much for coming in. Thank you. Yeah, thanks yeah. a lot, man. It's been good. Absolutely. Darren, another fascinating episode with a good friend of ours. Yes, it was great. 
think I'm going to be ordering some art here. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, can I borrow your credit card? Yeah. <laughs> I've got one here, but it says it's out of stock. Oh, no. Well, it's okay. We know a guy. Yeah. Could always do custom. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> awesome. Kyle, it's been real, man. Thank you so much. Thank cool. you. Again, Thank man. you, guys. Awesome. Guys, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us this week for another fantastic guest. We've got so many plans for 23. We're working hard. We're meeting almost on a weekly basis again now. And um, we got busy over the summer, but it's okay. We're, we're trying to get back in the swing of things. And, um, you know, without uh, having to go fish every week, we're, we're getting back in the swing of things. Big things coming for next year. Yeah, for sure. But we got to uh, we got to uh, pull off this toy drive, which yes. uh, it'll be a good, good, good deal. Then we can concentrate on next year. Yeah, yeah. But Darren, it's good to see you, man. Good, good to be to back in studio and uh, looking forward to another episode next week. And uh, guys, don't forget to uh, follow us on Instagram at Podcast Doc Talk. Make sure to go visit us on our website and um, at DocTalkPodcast.com. And uh, make sure to go leave us a five-star review. Tell us what you think about the podcast. We've got some new and exciting things, but we are also looking for some info- input from you. Man, I can't talk today. <laughs> Must be that coffee. Um, Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us once again. Darren, good to see you again, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Take care.